I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Money Stepper Q&A podcast question 51. Should I get a help to buy ISA? Now, Frankie's considering getting help to buy ISA, but she's got lots of questions first, so let's run down them. I was wondering what your thoughts were on the new help to buy ISA. I'm 23, I've got £10,000 saved, which is sitting in a current account earning very little interest. I need some access to this money in case my car goes wrong or something like that, but my plan is to transfer this £10,000 slowly at £250 a month for three years. I have some questions. Is there a time limit to use the grant? Do I need a mortgage offer already? Is it location dependent? What happens if I don't put in the £250 every month? What happens if I meet someone who I decide to buy a house with? Are there any disadvantages of using this as a savings account if I don't get a mortgage at the end of it? And finally, what do I need to be careful of when considering a help to buy ISA? Right, well, lots of questions there, Frankie. So let's address each one individually. You said that you've got 10k saved in a current account, which is earning very little interest. Well, if you're planning to buy a house in the next few years, then a help to buy ISA will be a good idea for you. However, before you do that, you need to look at the overall returns on your money. Because you can only put in the 10k slowly, where that 10k sits in the meantime, you need to be getting some return on that, on that cash. So you're right, you should be keeping some aside for an emergency. But you'll be doing that anyway because you can't put all this money straight away into help to buy ISA. So that takes care of itself. But for that money, as long as you meet the criteria, you could be earning up to 5% on some of that cash by selecting the best current accounts or 3% on the whole amount using an account like the Santander 123 current account. You also say in your question that you intend to move £250 a month into the help to buy ISA. Unfortunately, that isn't possible. The rules on the help to buy ISA is that you can deposit £1,000 in the first month as your initial deposit and then up to £200 in that month and every following month. Then, any amount in the account will earn a certain percentage interest depending on the help to buy ISA provider you choose and the government will match 25% of it as long as you use that money to buy your own first home. Any amount that you put in over this amount won't be matched by the scheme and hence you'll lose the main benefit of the scheme. The percentage return on the ISA is set by the ISA provider and they're very competitive right now because it's a new product and so the banks are desperately trying to pick up new customers through the scheme. At the time of recording, most offer around 2 to 2.5%, Virgin Money is 3% and Halifax actually leads the way with 4% interest on your balance on top of what the government adds as their extra 25%. So let's start running down some of your individual questions. First one, is there a time limit? Well, yeah, there is. Uh, December 2030, but it's more applicable is the total amount limit. You see, the government will only match 25% up to a total of £12,000. 
So based on putting £1,000 up front and then £200 every month, that would take about four years to achieve. Then the money can sit in the account for as long as you wish until you're ready to buy up to that limit of when the scheme is scheduled to end in December 2030. As I say, that probably shouldn't be a problem for most people starting today. At least I hope it won't be. You also ask, what happens if you don't put in the 250 every month? Well, as I said before, it's, it's 200 a month, not 250. But if you don't deposit all of that, no problem. It just means you have to save a little bit longer to get the full £12,000 limit and the 25% bonus on that. Uh, but there's no restriction on, on a minimum that you can put in every month. You can put in zero if you want. You also ask, what happens if you meet someone and you then decide to buy a house with them? Well, the Help to Buy ISA scheme is an individual thing. So both partners can save separately in their own individual Help to Buy ISA accounts and they can both benefit up to the aforementioned limit. So you get the £12,000 each. There is a maximum property price. It's £250,000 outside of London or £450,000 inside London. And that is the total of the property you buy. So it's independent of whether you're buying a loan or with someone else who's also using the Help to Buy ISA scheme. You ask if there's any disadvantages of just using it as a savings account if you don't get a mortgage at the end of it. Now, that's a great question. And no, not as I can see. If you're going to buy a house with the cash, then brilliant. The government will give you that 25% for doing so. If you don't and you just want to take your cash out at the end, the way it's been set up with most of these providers is they don't charge a penalty. So you won't get the government's 25%, but you'll still get the interest from the account provider, i.e. the 4% return from Halifax, for instance. Your final question was, what do you need to be careful of when considering this? Well, in previous podcasts, as we mentioned, there's only one small catch, which is you can't contribute to a cash ISA and a help to buy ISA in the same year. It probably won't affect you given your question, but it is something for people to keep in mind. Certain providers who offer cash ISAs and help to buy ISAs have worked a way around that. So you might want to do a bit of investigation into that if you're in that boat this year. So as a conclusion, the scheme, in my opinion, is pretty awesome. Say you qualify and you're looking to buy in one year's time, for instance. You can put in £1,000 today, and for the next 12 months, you can put in £200 a month. So that totals £3,400 invested. The government if, will then give you a bonus of that 25% if you use it to buy your first property. And that 25% is £850. But you'd also have earned... In that time, interest, and if it's with the Halifax, that'll be around £85 in your Help to Buy ISA account. And remember, your original 3400 which you've been slowly putting into the account, the part that's not into the Help to Buy is still sitting in a current account, which you could say is earning you 3%. If you do the maths, that's another £30 or so interest you'll earn on what was in the current account. So, in one year, your return, your total return is £965. Your investment, 3400 which means your annual return on investment, your ROI, is 28%. Now, you're not getting that anywhere else as a fixed return, certainly not legally anyway. So I hope that information helps, Frankie, and feel free to get back in touch if you've got any other questions. And of course, that applies to all of our listeners and readers. Just go to moneystepper.com forward slash submit a question where you can ask me anything you want on personal finance and we'll record a podcast based on your question. So I'll see you back here on Monday. Have a good weekend. On Monday, we've got a pretty complicated question. Uh, yeah, another one on property. Actually, there's a lot coming in at the minute on property. And this one is on splitting equity for friends buying a house together. It's a bit of a complex subject and it's something that we don't usually advise people doing. And you'll hear that in the episode. But we do go into quite a lot of detail on how you would do that if you theoretically wanted to. So 
So as I say, have a good weekend and I'll see you back here on Monday. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 